Hello and welcome to the Garden in a City podcast, episode 2, Fall Birds. It is nearing the end of fall, and an extraordinary event takes place at this time. Tracing a path across the continent, at least 1 billion birds migrate from the frigid cold of the north to the promise of warmer weather and plentiful food found in South and Central America. I have been particularly interested in this migration, especially due to the fact that right now in San Francisco, we are seeing many new birds that we have not seen before. Just a few days ago, on a neighborhood walk, I heard some rustling in the bushes and was surprised to find a white-crowned sparrow hopping around on a front lawn. I researched the birds that are flying through right now and was excited to find out about the various species currently in town. The Pacific Flyway is one of the four flyways in North America, along with the Central, Mississippi, and Atlantic Flyways. Each of these flyways stretch from Alaska and northern Canada down to Central or South America. The birds that use them range from tiny songbirds to raptors like hawks and falcons. Birds migrate for many reasons, but the most common ones are scarcity of food, cold weather, or, for birds of prey, the migration of animals they eat. Among the birds that do not migrate, many also change their behaviors for late fall and early winter. In this episode, we will be talking about the birds that are migrating through, the birds that are changing their behavior for winter in the Bay Area, and how you can help birds in your very own backyard. Let's start with the white crowned sparrow. These small sparrows have white circular coloring on their heads, light brown feathers, and only weigh about one ounce. They also have black markings across their faces and grayish brown chests. In the winter, they mainly eat seeds from grass and shrubs, but in the summer, their diet mostly consists of caterpillars, beetles, and the occasional wasps. They live primarily in chaparral and forest habitat, sometimes moving into suburban areas with large amounts of green space. Although there are some year-round populations in western states, the majority of white-crowned sparrows live farther north in places like British Columbia during the summer, and then overwinter in the west. You can find them in many habitats, ranging from redwoods to chaparral to backyards. If you are looking for these birds, You might also see a rare hybrid between white-crowned sparrows and golden-crowned sparrows. These birds have elements of both species in them and can be harder to identify. If you are looking for white-crowned sparrows, chances are that you will also see one of their fellow songbirds, the dark-eyed junco. These birds have populations across the United States, each with their own distinguishing characteristics. For example, One of these populations are the slate-colored dark-eyed juncos. These juncos have slate-gray backs, bright white undersides, and peach-colored beaks. That population lives mostly in temperate regions in eastern North America. Meanwhile, the population that we typically see in the Bay Area, called Oregon dark-eyed juncos, have dark black heads and flight feathers, dark caramel-colored backs, light caramel and white undersides, and lighter orange beaks. These are just a few of the dark-eyed junco populations 
but because of movement, movement of the populations, many individuals are hybrids with characteristics of two or more populations. Some individuals also form new characteristics. An example of this is the slate-colored Canadian Rocky Mountain variant. These pharaohs are part of the slate-colored population but have characteristics of the Oregon population, like different head and body coloring and reddish-brown feathers. Despite the many differences in appearance, dark-eyed juncos share similar behavior. One example of this is their call, which throughout all populations is a sharp and their flight calls, which are a buzzy sound. They can be found in oak woodlands, mixed coniferous forests, eucalyptus forests, and well-wooded suburban and urban areas. Unlike white-crowned sparrows, their diet mainly consists of seeds, except for during their breeding season when they eat insects. The third bird that we will be talking about is yet another woodland dweller, the Stellar's Jay. These large jays, close relatives of crows, have blue coloring on their backs and black crests on their heads. They are some of the smartest birds, and studies have shown them weighing peanuts before they eat them to decide which one is heaviest. They are related to crows and magpies, but are smaller than crows. They weigh about 3.5 to 4.9 ounces and are 11.8 to 13.4 inches long as adults. Unlike the other birds we have discussed, stellar jays have a greatly varied diet. The foods that they eat range from seeds, berries, and nuts to small mammals such as rodents and other birds, eggs, and chicks. Like crows, they also have a very good memory and a unique survival strategy. They can imitate the calls of avian predators, like hawks, or the sounds of cats and dogs, which can scare and surprise other birds. Their population right now is still relatively large, but scientists have noticed a 0.7% annual decline in population since 1966, resulting in an overall decline of 31%. However, stellar jays still live in a wide variety of habitats, ranging from open and dry oak woodlands to the damp and cold pine forests of the Pacific Northwest. These birds have also found habitat in suburban areas and can live in wooded patches among parks and gardens. Thinking about these birds brings us back to our final bird we will be talking about today, the American Robin. American Robins nest in mud-lined cup-shaped nests often also filled with moss and lichen to pad their eggs. For many people, robins might be a sign of spring, but they are actually equally present in the fall. Instead of gardens, however, these robins inhabit trees and eat a diet that consists mainly of fruit, only occasionally supplemented with the insects they characteristically eat in spring. Their birdsong, a sharp chirp, is to many people one of the most familiar bird songs they know. American robins live both in suburban areas and urban backyards, in more wild areas like oak woodlands, where you are more likely to find them in fall. While the forests around the Bay Area provide a large amount of habitat for birds, many parts of the Bay Area are now home to urban and suburban areas. 
Having a bird-friendly backyard will help both year-round and migratory birds have habitat. Although bird feeders provide some nutrition for birds, most birds also eat insects. Planting native plants like scrub oaks provide habitat for insects like caterpillars, which in turn provide food for birds, and planting these plants attract numerous species of birds. That's it for today's episode of Garden in a City. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Garden in a City. And now, I leave you with a poem called Song of the Hummingbird, celebrating the beauty of birds. Hummingbird, a flapping of wings, feathers, a rainbow precariously perched in the sky, shining like a bright sun, a late summer morning, morning dewdrops, wings, graceful movements like a floating cloud. Hummingbird, glistening rainbow, guiding me into the sweet afternoon air. Thank you for listening and have a great day.